From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit, a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her guest lineup of authors, healers, educators, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Each week, Sherrianna and her team of experts share remarkable insights about life, spirit, manifesting, and more. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to announce my new book, Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate a Life of Peace and Freedom. Inside, you're going to find 13 spiritual laws and 52 high vibrational spiritual practices, all to help you manifest a life of peace, abundance, and true freedom. Head on over to SherryAnnaBoyle.com and grab your copy today. Welcome to Just Ask Spirit. I'm Sherryanna Boyle. I'm your host, and I'm so happy to be here with you all today. If you're new to the show, this is a show about spirituality. It's a show about mental health. I'm so excited because today, everyone, we're going to be talking about self-acceptance. So if you're someone who struggles with that a little bit, accepting yourself for who you are, your whole self, then you have come to the right place. I want to remind you that every show is sponsored by the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace. That's at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. You can go to the marketplace. We have some of our authors there and their books. We have some of my books and courses and also my retreats. And speaking of retreats, I have one coming up in 2024. We're going to go to the Azores, everyone, Portugal. So if you're looking to get away for seven days, seven nights, eight days, and you want to experience what it's like to have your energy in action, which is my latest book, and and some emotional processing on this trip, then check it out. Go to SherryAnnaBoyle.com. We're in the early bird phase. So that means you get to come at a discount rate if you register soon. Let me introduce you to today's guest. She's a friend of mine, a fellow author. Her name is Chris Ferraro. Hi, Chris. Hi, Sherrianna. Thanks so much for having me back on. Absolutely. I think this is our third interview together with the last three books that you've birthed in the world. Uh, the, yeah, la- yeah, previous one, the previous one was on manifesting, which I love that book. Yeah, thank you. I do love that book. And today we're talking about self-acceptance, everyone. So let me tell you a little bit about Chris. Chris, well, Chris is many things. Chris is an international energy coach. She's an author, as we just said. She's a speaker. She also has a, a degree in so, um, social work. She was in social services for quite some time. But today, you can find her working with energy and helping people to, to overcome all sorts of things, whether it's physical or mental. Or You can speak to that, Chris, in terms of what you're doing today. But you're, you're heavily trained in the areas of tapping. I know you're you do a lot with tapping, which is a technique for changing your energy, everyone, and also manifesting, right? You talk a lot about that as, as I do with, with your work. Anything else you want to share with the folks that I'm not mentioning? That's it. I think it really <laughs> comprises it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like you, I'm really a full-time healer. I work one-on-one mostly with clients and I do group work and the books are just an outpicturing of the work that I have done for now. I've had a private practice for 15 years and I've been doing these practices for over 20. 
So it's just been a side effect of being able to share this information with more and more people because we're living in a time where we need a lot of relief, all of us. And there's a lot of great tools and practices and principles out there that if people were aware of, they'd be very helpful for them. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Chris. I'm really interested because it feels like your work has gone in a new direction a little bit. Maybe it hasn't, maybe it's been in this direction right along, but really focusing in on your latest book. And that's what we're here to celebrate everyone. Her book has been released this week. So it's hot off the presses. It's called Your Difference is Your Strength, a guide for accepting yourself for anyone who has felt out of place. I can't read my own writing sometimes. Everyone, I'm like, what did I write down? <laughs> for anyone who has felt out of place. And gosh, I think we've all felt out of place at some point, right, Chris? Absolutely. I think that it's what I noticed in my work and what I noticed in myself is that for all of us, we were people that just felt like misfits. We didn't fit in in some area of our life. We weren't conventional or accepted by the, by the tribe, whatever that tribe is. It could have been our families. It could have been our schools that we grew up in. It could have been the communities or the religions that we grew up in. But many of us had these experiences of being excluded, of being ridiculed or rejected. And that has had a tremendous impact on people's self-image their, and their level of self-acceptance. And yet... Can I ask I, one question in there? When you say we, are you, who are you talking about when you say I'm we? Talking about, I'm talking about every person who has ever... Every person. So not, not just people who are sensitive to energy. No, not just those okay. people. Although okay. those people are certainly included. Empaths and energy sensitives and highly sensitive people are definitely one form um, that I actually talk about in the book of people who are different. Um, and that's a, those differences come up in lots of different ways. The way we interact with the world, the way we walk into a room, you know, the way that we're greeted, the way that we are perceiving uh, things we read, things we hear, things we eat, you know, we have just a different level of perception. So that's definitely one aspect of it, but it shows up in, in lots of different areas. So you believe that everybody at, has experienced this at some point. So when you say we, you're talking about for the, you believe that many people have felt that where they've walked in the room and they felt like they didn't fit in kind of thing. No, I wouldn't. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying that there are people that have not fit in for a variety okay. of different reasons. Maybe okay. they're neurodivergent. Maybe they think and process information in a different way. Maybe they have an unconventional body type. Maybe they have a disability. Maybe they were a different race or religion and surrounded by people that weren't that. So there's lots of different ways that this shows up is but most often it comes with an internal feeling of, I am different. I am yeah. unlike these people in my family. I am unlike these people in my community. And that can be very mystical. I was a very mystical child. I mean, I spent my childhood speaking to saints like they were invisible friends. That's how, I, that's how my life began. And that was also a difference. There's children that are able to perceive um, ghosts or spirits and have mediumship abilities and they feel different. And so 
all for all of the people and all of the different ways that have felt different. And that's not everyone. That's not the status quo. It's the misfits of the world. This book is for them because oh. everyone that is different really has within them to the ability to transform into a trailblazer because we are not the status quo. We don't follow along with what everyone else is thinking, doing, and feeling. And so for civilization to advance forward in any of its incarnations, the misfit to trailblazer person has needed to be birthed onto the planet to say, we could do this differently. This could, this doesn't have to be done this way. We could do this. We could do that. We could create a whole different world. And so we're living in a time where people are starting to embrace those differences, embrace those aspects of themselves, because I believe that they're here to step forward and blaze a trail forward because our world is uh, facing some unprecedented challenges that are going to take very creative and free thinking solutions. You know, Chris, you're, making, you're bringing up and thinking about, and I'm sure the audience is feeling the same way, kind of thinking about, okay, well, how, how can I relate to this? And I always thought, well, I'm, I'm different because of the trauma that I went through. And I'm different because our family was kind of screwed up. <laughs> and we weren't the family that had that perfect image, or there was a lot of stuff going on in my house. And so I kind of grew up thinking, well, I don't fit in and that makes perfect sense because we're so screwed up, right? But what you're you're pointing out to me, which I did realize later as I was getting older, was that that part of not fitting in was not only about trauma. It was a, what you're pointing out is there was a strength in me that was trailblazing, a trailblazing strength that perhaps I love the way you're kind of bringing this to light that I didn't know I had in it in me. For example, I remember after having kids feeling very not feeling like I fit in with all the moms groups. I don't know what your experience with all that. Like, I was like, I can't sit around and talk about my curtains. Like, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't do it. And the matching outfits and the, I, you know, and the photos on the beach, I just, I went along with it. I think they're beautiful. I think some people are talented and, create these lovely, but it just felt like it was like, I'm the girl that like throw your hair up in a ponytail and, you know, kind of thing is. So that's just what I'm coming up for, for me as you're talking. And what are your thoughts on that? I think that motherhood um, can have cult-like um, uh, paradigms within that whole experience. Um with all of the the mothers that I've worked with and the mothers that I've known, it's like the baby, even before the baby's born, a person is pregnant, there's suddenly there, there's a pressure, right? There's a pressure about how to do the birth and where you're going to do that. And that could be different according to where you are at. I mean, if you're somebody who's living in a polygamist household, you're probably going to have a home birth. And if you decide you want to go to the hospital, that would be opposed, right? If you're someone in a community where everybody goes to a hospital and it's a medical experience or everyone gets C-sections and chooses to do that. So from the time a person becomes pregnant, there's all this pressure and expectation to fall in line, to fall in line with this thing that we call motherhood, which by the way, looks different than it did 10 years ago and 20 years ago and 50 years ago, right? So it's an ever-changing evolution. And so I could see very easily 
how there are people that could come out of that experience and think, ah, I don't fit in with these kind of people. I don't fit in with these perfect moms. I don't fit in with the, the, with these perfect Instagram like lives. You know, this is not really who I am. Interesting. I love this. I absolutely love this. So tell us a little bit about how this book helps people. It helps people because I fully believe that every person that is here and has some misfit like, um, you know, abilities within themselves or just isn't fitting in in some kind of way is here to be of service to others. But it can be really difficult to do that when you have been excluded, when you've been ostracized, when you've been bullied, made fun of, um, all of the different ways that we shun and harm other people. So those wounds can be very long lasting. And so a lot of people that feel different can isolate. They can, because it's just safer to be alone. Uh, being alone is predictable. Being with other people is unpredictable. Other people haven't always been a safe space. They can also try to cram themselves into trying to conform, to try to, you know, fit that, you know, square peg through a round hole. So they end up leading lives that are not from their authentic selves. So I may have a client who comes to see me and it's very clear within one session that they are leading someone else's life. They've gone into a career that everybody told them that they were supposed to, even though it was not for their temperament. They have created a family based on what they thought they were told that that was what they were going to want. And they wake up at a certain point and they've said, I've checked all of the boxes, but I don't even know who I am. Or I've checked all the boxes and I'm depressed and nothing is working. Or I've developed a severe anxiety disorder and I feel fear everywhere I go. And now my world is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And so this book is to help anyone that's ever felt left out to heal the wounds of the past and to start creating an image of the trailblazer that has been waiting inside of them to get out so that they can move into that trailblazing experience and advance something forward. And it's going to be different and unique for every single one of us. You know, I have definitely been a trailblazer within New Thought Churches. New Thought Churches are change your thinking, change your life. They're based on a metaphysical prin principles and practices. I've been a part of New Thought Churches for 25 years. And I decided I was going to go into all of those churches and everywhere I could talk about trauma and talk about how we can't neglect our feelings and talk about emotional alchemy and how important it is to process our feelings. We can't just do spiritual bypassing. So I have been blazing a trail in that area because I came from both worlds. I had the mystical, metaphysical component of my spiritual life. I was also firmly human and someone who healed a serious, serious anxiety disorder that would have crippled the entire rest of my life. And so I brought my two worlds together, you know, and in the world of energy psychology, energy healing, tapping, EFT, body code, all of these worlds that I'm in, I go into those worlds and I talk to them about needing to have a client have a vision for who they're going to become that it can't just be only working on resolving the traumas and bringing down the intensity of negative emotions, that we have to, in the spaciousness that is created, affirm and uplift our clients and ourselves so that that spaciousness, it has a new vision that's taking root in that spaciousness. 
So those are two areas in which I have been blazing a trail, but it's a unique journey to me and who I've been and where everything that I've done. For someone else, it may be the person that goes into the PTA and says, that's it. I don't want this food being fed to the kids for school lunches. You know, I'm not going to do it anymore. This isn't right. We're feeding our kids poisonous food that's bad for them. And I'm going to take a stand for that. So it can even look like revolutionary behavior, or it can look like introducing a new idea that's needed where people haven't thought of that before because we've been misfits, because we've been through that experience, we actually have a resiliency for dealing with other people's opinions about us. And so we can, if we fully believe in what we're doing, we can move those qualities out in extraordinary ways. And when we move those things out, we're a gift to everyone, including the people who are not misfit trailblazers, because that's who we're here to be in service to. So it's really not introducing newness, but we have to be empowered and healed people to become those trailblazers. So that's what the book is about. That is interesting. And, and I love all that. Thank you for that. And I want to learn, I would like to talk more about how you healed your anxiety disorder, but we're going to keep that for after the break, everybody. So uh, we'll keep them hanging on that. So I'm writing that down after the break, we'll come back. I want to know more about that. But for now, I want to know, well, what happens, Chris? If you don't do the healing work first, because we see this where people go out, quote unquote, trailblazing, and they haven't done the inner healing work. And sometimes that can go to a place that re-traumatizes them, or maybe it's a negative experience, or maybe it further makes them feel isolated. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's going to go in one direction or the other. Okay. So if you have someone who just hasn't healed their stuff and has decided I'm going to pick up the mantle and I'm going to move forward and I'm going to be a voice for, or a face for fill in the blank, whatever it is, they're either not going to be effective at all because they don't feel safe around other people. And so they're not able to connect with other people in a way that's going to have those people see and experience what they're saying and get buy-in basically. Why would they, right? If we're ha- if we have an energy that says other people is not safe and we're emitting that out wherever we go, you're not going to have people show up to your book signings. You're not going to have people show up to your, your talks. You're not going to have a lot of likes on Instagram. All of these ways that we judge, um, you know, someone's circle of influence is not going to be very, very effective. And it is going to reinforce the people are not safe. I'm a weirdo. I'm a loser. I'm not good because I tried and nothing worked. So there's that part of it. Then there's the people who really place themselves out there and say, I'm going to stand for this or I'm going to be this and end up getting a lot of notoriety, end up getting a lot of popularity. Well, what happens then? Narcissism grows and abuses of power are a result. Okay, we see abuses of power in every religion, in every spiritual teaching, in every meditation group. It is everywhere, okay? Because inside of that person is that unhealed child who went through this misfit experience. And so they are going to abuse their power and not even realize that they're doing it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You that was well said, Chris, because I think those of us listening, we're witnessing trailblazers as well. 
And sometimes it can be, I can get a little put off by it. And it perhaps maybe that's what I'm picking up on, Chris, or other people might pick up on is that there's unhealed wounds there that feel like they're being projected. And I always have to remind ourselves that we're energy beings and we get affected by that. So we could be causing more, more harm than good, even though perhaps our intentions were were came from the heart. Maybe we really were passionate. We really care. We want to stick up for people. We want to stop something that is harmful or destructive and totally get that. But I agree with you. And I love the way you're pointing that out with this book, Your Difference is Your Strength, is you have to do your healing work and then you'll you'll blaze like hell. Right, Chris? But not only that, you'll get your marching orders. And it's probably not going to look like what you think it is going to look like. Do you think that I thought my career was going to look the way it looks right now? No way. Not at all. I did not want to be a public speaker. I have written since I was eight. It was a safety zone for me. I could hide behind the written word, share it or not share it. But I didn't have to put myself out there in ways that made me vulnerable. But spirit said, oh, no, you're going to be you're going to be speaking. And I and I resisted it, hotly resisted it. And yet now I speak on stage in front of hundreds of people and I love it. So, you know, the spirit within and all around us has a better idea for ourselves than what we know and the qualities that we have within us, because that was an unknown quality that was within me that spirit knew about that I didn't know about. And so it enabled me to open that up. And every misfit to trailblazer archetype uh, that I've ever encountered in human form, that person has loads of talents and gifts within them that they don't even realize that they have. And it's within the healing that then those gifts and talents can emerge. If I had not already been many years in to my own healing, there's no way I would have been able to get on stage and speak. There's no way. There's no way. As it was, I tapped and cried for two hours before I did one of my first big public talks. And afterwards, I was like, oh, I love that. Oh, that was great. Oh, that was fantastic. Oh, that was unlike anything I'd ever experienced before. You know, but I had I had the tools and I had the courage to be able to move through it long enough to see what was going to happen. Mm. And so opportunities come and show up to match our trailblazing at the level that we've been healed. Mm. That's wonderful. And I want to let everyone know that Chris Ferraro is at Chris Ferraro, F-E-R-R-A-R-O.com. So if you want to check out where Chris is speaking and go see her, because I do think that if you are feeling this, or if you know someone that is feeling this, that perhaps you're like, yeah, maybe this person really is a trailblazer inside. But again, I, th- I hear what we're saying today is if you if you go do attempt to do that trailblazing from the wounds, it could backfire on you and you could feel more of an outsider as a result, or you could go into depression. It's, it's a slippery slope there and you want to be prepared. And I think one of the ways to prepare is to read a book like this, and maybe even go see you speak because you've done the work and you want to be around the energy of someone who has done the work. Whereas if you're around somebody who has the energy where they haven't, and then they're attempting to trailblaze, you may be disappointed. You may say, oh, I thought they were this, 
but now I realized they're that and I really believed in them and I really trusted them and I had faith. And now I realize it was all just a bunch of baloney or, you know, power, whatever it is. And, and so I think people are starting to sniff out authenticity, Chris. I, I love it. Too. And I want to say there is some heartbreak that comes along with the self-help world because before I was ever in self-help, of course, I was an early consumer. If you're 16 years old and finding yourself in the section of a self-help book, you got some problems, okay? <laughs> this girl had some problems, okay? I was right I, there with you. Yeah, I was looking, <laughs> looking for some answers, right? I was like, maybe this will, maybe this section will help me, right? And so... There are so many people that are not walking the walk. They're talking the talk, but they're not walking the walk. And there's a lot of um, service that's not coming from deep humility. You know, I am always bringing myself back to this is spirit that's flowing through me that's enabling me to speak and write and bring this out into the world. The little small self, the little small personality, you know, Chris can't do any of this, but the spirit within me is limitless. And I'll say for anyone who has looked outside of themselves to try to become that trailblazer before they've done the healing work. Well, that's what's modeled for us everywhere. Oh, just, you know, lose that 10 pounds or find that perfect man or get that money or do this or do that and get something outside, right, is going to change everything for you. And it's an inside out journey. We have to start from within. That's where our power lies. And it's really where our greatest influence is. is within. And it's where the energy patterns are. Right? right. So you can you can change everything. You can have a whole new look, whole new identity. And yeah, if you don't change the pattern, <laughs> it's the pattern's the pattern. You can't change that. So we need to take a quick break, Chris. If you're just joining us, I'm speaking with Chris Ferraro. Her new book, her latest book is called Your Difference is Your Strength, a guide for accepting yourself for anyone who has felt out of place. We'll be right back after the break. We're going to talk about anxiety and how she broke it. So stay tuned. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is a show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Calling all authors. Have you been considering an audiobook? Well, look no further. Come take advantage of Dream Vision 7 Radio Network's unique in-house audiobook production, which includes benefits and bonuses from our radio station. Let our knowledgeable staff guide you to create the audiobook you've always dreamed of without breaking the bank. Check out our full one-stop service from A to Z, including the ACX process. Schedule a free consultation by calling 508-226-1723. That's 508-226-1723. Or go to dreamvision7radio.com. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, 
to the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision7. 7radio.com and click on host for the day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe. Relax and enjoy. Let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. Today, we're talking about self-acceptance, everyone. And I'm speaking with Chris Ferraro. She's the author of Your Difference is Your Strength. So before the break, we were just talking about the importance of healing work, Chris, how it's important. You don't want to skip that part because you could be disappointed. And some people do. They skip it. It's like you said, I love what you said because that's what's modeled for us. Quick. Which is why people like you and I exist in the world to say you need to do this a different way. And I won't speak for you, but I'll speak for myself. It's come from all of the trial and error, all of the mistakes, all of the places where, um, you know, I put my my faith and my love into some spiritual teacher, guru, etc., only to find that they weren't what I thought they were. I mean, I went through all of that stuff myself. And so it comes from a lot of hard-earned experience. And, you know, it's just so important for us to learn to go within, to learn to go within and to see what's there. I think maybe because of our phones, maybe because of technology in our devices, we're even less likely to be with our own thoughts and to be inside of our own patterns. But the truth is, what I've shared with students for decades is that your energy speaks first and your energy speaks loudest. Your energy enters the room before you even get into the room. And you're sending out a signal that everyone around you is picking up on. So you're 100% right, Sherry, and it doesn't matter how great you look, the outfit, the this, the that. If your energy is admitting something out that says, I don't feel safe or, or people are dangerous or I'm going to be rejected, then that is going to be your experience. Yeah. You and I have something in common because we both wrote books on manifesting, right? right. <laughs> right? You wrote yours. What, yours is manifesting. What is the t- subtitle of that one? Just manifesting. <laughs> you know, I love it when people ask, 
There it is. There it is. Yeah. I, uh, I actually... Practical, simple guide to creating the life you want. I have some long subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm just mentioning it because you wrote a book on manifesting. Energy in Action is a, a book on manifesting. But what you and I were both doing and that was kind of like trailblazing trying to break the mold of the manifesting stuff <laughs> that we were hearing, remember? And you and I have had so many conversations about, oh my gosh, we're just, the, some of the things that are out there, it's, again, so much is about that inner world. And it makes perfect sense to me that you would you would go from writing it, which I love that book, by the way. So it's, if you go to chrisfrar.com, you find all our books there. And that that's a bit of trailblazing right there. If you have just another view, right? Chris, it doesn't even have to be. Absolutely. Well, because I think, yeah, everybody, you know, wanted the standard, you know, just say an affirmation a hundred times a day and miraculously all of your money problems are going to disappear and your bank account is just going to multiply all over the place. Well, you know, shifts in consciousness are experiences and those experiences can take a, a little time or a whole lot of time based on what we need to learn while we're here on earth school. And yeah. so, and if you have a trauma that says it's not safe for me to be seen because when you were seen, you were victimized in some kind of way, then how is it going to feel safe for you to move your energy out into the world and have that visibility that you're looking for as a trailblazer? I mean, I, this book, my new book, Your Difference is Your Strength, itself was a healing process for me because it brought up even deeper and deeper wounding within myself because the book has a lot of very vulnerable stories in them. So for anyone that reads it, just be prepared. There's some, you know, there's conversation in there about bullying that I went through. There were times that I was uh, alienated within spiritual communities. There was times that I was bullied by adults when I was going to a conference to speak. Um, so there's a lot of vulnerable stories in there and it's very, I'm very naked and I'm very, very exposed and so I had to heal my way through the writing of the book because there were still little parts hanging out there in the field that said, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you putting this self out? You are putting this into print and people are going to read it. Are you out of your mind? And my spirit said, oh yeah, we're definitely doing this. And my body was like, ah. mm. so, you know, I, we have to have our feet in both yeah. of the worlds. Well people want to see that you that you've been through it right that you've been you understand you get them you know you're making me think of someone i was talking to not too long ago and it was someone i was working with and they were bringing up the fact that just a, a walking group had joined a walking group and felt out of place in the walking group now this is a walking right, right. group right where you right. think okay i'm going here because i want to make friends and right. all of a sudden they're on this trail and they're realizing that they're there's this kind of clickiness you know kind of reminds you of middle school again yeah. and it's interesting how even as adults we still have that our automatic response is well how do i fit in and instead of why would i want to fit into that that's, right. that's <laughs> right? exactly right and well, instead of flipping it why am i trying to fit into that that's not me i'm not that's not in talking about your authentic self right chris 
Well, I think it's biological. I really do. I think it's a biological imperative. I think it harkens back to the times when if you were not deeply embedded in the community, that it meant life or death. So I I think it's a primal responsiveness that says, I got to do everything so that they like me. And because your your body is, is thinking that this is a survival thing, while the rest of you is like, well, it's just a walking group, right? Exactly. <laughs> It's just a walking group. But what I wanted to say was the unhealed patterns within our nuclear family, they just get played out everywhere else. They get played out in our workplace. They get played out in uh, online social media groups. They get played out in every kind of club that you could be a part of, including energy healers and manifestors. Even there, the unhealed family dynamic gets played out and you find people who were, say, the favored child, uh, or the, you know, the child that was the bully in the family, you find them coming together. Then you have the people who were the black sheep of the family. And if you talk to people that were the black sheep in their family and hello, I am one of them. You can, you can honestly say, I have no idea why they treated me the way that they treated me, but it was because of the energy that I was putting out. Everyone around me knew that I was different. I knew I was different and everyone around me knew that I was different and those differences were not honored. And so then you become the enemy, you become bad, you become the problem maker. You become, become strange, weird. Yeah. The, yeah. the outcast kind of thing. I also think that just after raising my girls, realizing, and I was, I'm a former school psychologist that we, we, there's just not a lot of practice with this early on. I mean, a lot of things used to get played out but we have less and less time for unstructured time. Everything's become so structured in child development that whatever used to be sort of played out organically, worked through organically, now it's gotten very, there's just a lot of influences, do this, don't do that, say this, don't say that. And you do need practice for these things. So it, it's interesting to me because I, I remember that was my job. I mean, that's what I did. I would go out, I would supervise playgrounds and I would watch for these and I would create mentoring and opportunities to kind of see how to build skill sets. I'm not sure kids are getting that. People are too afraid to let them go out and play. Oh, I think they're getting it less than they ever have for sure. Because I mean, you know, there's times I go into a restaurant and, and I see a big family sitting in the restaurant and all the kids are on their tablets. So they're not even there. They're there within whatever is sitting on their lap and that device. So they're not, or in the car. Know, they're, not, they're not being bored listening to the adults talk about stuff that's not interesting to them, which is an important resilience. Right. Or, or riding in a car. I'll never forget when I, I've had three minivans, Chris. I know it's terrible, <laughs> but I've had three. And and I remember the, the third one was like, okay, do you want the, the pull down the movie? And it was like, I was like, oh, I really don't, but it is convenient for long rides, this and that. Now, I mean, people just watch a movie that nobody talks. This is the, they don't see these are opportunities. It's okay to argue. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to say, hey, I want ice cream, but no, I want to go here for a hamburger. Okay, let's work through these differences because that's, that's where you get your negotiated these skills. 
there's just you and I could go on forever and ever. Or but how I, about just sitting still in someone saying something you don't agree with and you just have to be in response to it without <laughs> ignoring, without um, going in and avoiding by watching something on your phone, but to have to be in that and recognize, oh, there's somebody saying something that I don't agree with and I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm not going to spontaneously combust. I'm not going to die if someone doesn't agree with me. Yeah, or they're not agreeing with each other. They're having a little a thingamajiggy, right? So very interesting because I know I know people who never, oh, don't let them see you argue. Oh, don't let them have, don't raise your voice. Oh, God forbid. It's like, it's okay. You know, we do have fluctuations here. Think of other cultures. <laughs> You're Italian. I'm a, from an Italian. My mother's 100% Italian. Believe me, my mother's voice raises. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about anxiety because you mentioned that you no longer have it. You had debilitating anxiety. Share a little bit about how you overcame that. Well, I was a highly sensitive child born into a highly insensitive environment. There was a huge age difference between my three older siblings and myself. My parents were older. There was a lot of chaos in the environment. So I think I was already on edge most of the time. I started being bullied in kindergarten for my size. So I was already starting to be made fun of the second that I entered school. Then when I was eight, I took a standardized test and they took me out of the school that I was in and sent me to a school for child geniuses. Now, I was not a child genius. I also had several um, undiagnosed learning disabilities. So I was an early ADD person. I also had um, an auditory processing disorder, which meant that the part of my brain that interpreted sound, there was a delay. So I would hear somebody say something and it would take a few seconds for my brain to interpret what it was. So I was constantly saying what somebody would say something I'd say what. And by the time I said what my brain would catch up and then I would answer this drove my parents crazy, but it was clearly a problem. So I enter this school and I come from a family a middle-class family, but very much working class values. And so I enter this classroom with kids that are being groomed in fourth grade to grow up, to go to Harvard and Yale and Ivy League schools, which not only wasn't expected of me, I was, I was being deterred from even thinking about that. My parents were like, that's too much money. You need to go to a junior college and then go to, you know, and then go to a state school and then you got to get scholarships and blah, blah, blah. Right. So I enter this highly competitive, highly advanced, um, you know, program and I do not have the family support and I do not have the brain capacity to take on what was happening. And so the only thing that I'd ever been good at was art and school, right? Art and English really were the things that I was good at. I was very clumsy. I wasn't an athletic child. So to move into this environment, suddenly I went from the top of the class to the bottom of the class. And so that was a really traumatic experience for me in a lot of different ways. There were some weird things that happened in the three years that I was in that school too. There was uh, you know, a teacher, my sixth grade teacher who was part of that program, shunned me um, and made me be ostracized. And this is the ages of 11 and 12. So I'm starting to go through puberty and now I'm being told that there's something wrong with me. Um, so there was a lot that happened during that time period, but I stopped sleeping. 
Um, I was up anxious every single night, my stomach in absolute knots. I developed, um, uh, oh my God, the word is just escaping me. That stomach condition that you get when you have like holes in your stomach from stress. Like uh, her, uh, well, not hernia or acid, acid reflux or uh, gas. It wasn't acid reflux. It was uh, more serious than that, but it, I developed basically a serious okay. stress related condition that normally only adults. IBS, IBS or no, it uh, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But, but, um, and I was of course had been bullied all along, but the bullying was worse at this school than it had been at my previous school. And so, you know, I, I, uh, grew up, I was a, a punk rocker. I had a foot long Mohawk. I, you know, moved to the Bible belt when I was 15 years old. And suddenly I'm uh, this sort of stranger in a strange land. Um, it was a very big change for me. I grew up in the Northeast, so it was a big change. And all along, I'm being ostracized, I'm being picked on, I'm being thrown into lockers, all kinds of things that would lead to complex PTSD, which is what I had. So by the time I was in my mid-20s, I started developing symptoms of what you would call agoraphobia. I didn't want to leave the house. I had a very hard time answering the phone, even if, even if I thought it was someone that I knew. I had a really uh, impossible time asking for what I wanted in a restaurant. So I remember I'd started therapy and I was taking the bus to go see the therapist and I'd go to this little salad restaurant before I would go see her. And I remember every week on the bus being like, this is going to be, this is going to be the time that I tell them that I don't want the mushrooms on my salad. This is going to be the time that I'm going to do it. And I would try to psych myself up for it. And I would go in there and I would start having symptoms of a panic attack, profusely sweating, heart pounding in my chest. I never was able to tell them what I wanted in my salad. That's how severe it was. I would be on a bus and there's a little thing that you click that lets the bus driver know to stop at the next stop. And that's where we're getting off. I couldn't do that. I wasn't even looking at the person. The bus driver's driving the bus. I'm in the back. So this escalated all the way through my late 20s and into my early 30s. And, you know, I had to work, I had to support myself, but at the same time, it, my world was becoming smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And so at, at that same time, I found EFT, I found tapping, I had been introduced to it a couple of years before, and it stands for emotional freedom techniques. If everyone knows it's just as tapping, that's what it, that's what tapping comes out of. And it was freedom from the intensity of my feelings. And what it did was brought down the intensity of these all consuming emotions that I never knew what to do with, except to write about them. So now I had a tool for discharging and dissipating that energy. And it took some time, but I have no issues calling people back, seeing people. I have no issues walking into a conference where I don't know anyone. And I am an introvert. That really is my personality type, but I can go in and talk to anybody now. That's fantastic. Very different. I I know you've been very heavily involved in EFT. I know that I've seen you do a lot of summits and a lot of free stuff, really, showing people how to use it and you integrate into your practice. I integrate it with my clients as well. I do... I do love it. I I think it's a it's such a easy, fabulous tool, and we know that they've been using it in schools with kids with PTSD after school shootings and things like that. And so that's been that's a big you tribute that as a big part of your overcoming. 
It was, it was a huge part of it. It was also really the beginning because then it introduced energy psychology, energy balancing, you know, with that, I ended up studying a lot of Donna Eden's materials as otherwise known as the Eden method right now. Um, you know, it led me to lots of other, uh, energy psychology based practices, all of which I, you know, still use for myself and use with clients. So it really was, it opened the doorway to that and it, enabled me to have something in my own hands that didn't cost anything that I didn't have to uh, do during the day. I could do it in the middle of the night if I woke up with anxiety, but honestly, what it did was it started the whole way of retraining my nervous system to be in a state of safety and to to know and feel safe. Awesome. We need to take another quick break, Chris, everyone. I'm speaking with Chris Ferraro. She's the author of her new book is called your difference is your strength. You can find her at chrisferraro.com. We're going to come back after the break and uh, wrap up the show, everyone. But I kind of want you to do a little tapping. Would you be open to that? Sure. Do you have something that you want to tap on? I don't know. I just thought for them, for the audience. Yeah. Let me think of something. Yeah. We'll, we'll think of something. We'll be right back, everyone. So stay tuned. From the vibrant soul of Sherrianna Boyle comes Just Ask Spirit on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Monday at 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Just Ask Spirit is the show that reflects Sherrianna's passion to get this world feeling again. Her belief, emotions are the gateway to the soul. Sherrianna and her lineup of best-selling authors, healers, and visionaries cover a variety of topics related to mental health and spirituality. Don't miss Sherrianna's remarkable insights from the divine at the end of every show. Sherrianna Boyle is all about empowering you. Her life has centered around mindful approaches to healing the mind and body. Her main belief, your emotions matter, processing them matters more. As a special and adjunct psychology professor, she is the author of 10 books that can help empower lives. From her new book on manifesting, Energy in Action, Emotional Detox, Emotional Detox Now, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, Mantras Made Easy, to the Conscious Parenting Guide to Childhood Anxiety. There is certainly a book there for you. Find yours at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. Ever wonder what it's like to have your own radio show? Well, wonder no longer, because you can dip into the radio airwaves by being host for the day on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. It's a fabulous way to get your radio feet wet. It's an opportunity to market your business, modality, or book. Have a guest, mention a sponsor, and take callers. Or you may want to facilitate a lesson by going solo. It's up to you. Listeners can be online, mobile, in cars with Bluetooth, or listen through Amazon's Echo by asking, Alexa, play Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. For more details, go to DreamVision 7 radiocom and click on Host for the Day. Imagine if you had a daily practice for processing your emotions that could help you get through past and present challenges. Well, now you do. My new book, Emotional Detox Now, 135 Self-Guided Practices to Renew Your Mind, Heart, and Spirit is out in the world. It includes my signature cleanse system, a mindful practice to help you clear all those toxic reactions so you can begin to feel joy, peace, and ease again. Grab your copy today at SherryAnnaBoyle.com. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. 
let life flow. Welcome back to Just Ask Spirit. Speaking with Chris Ferraro, her new book is called Your Difference is Your Strength. And so before the break, we were talking about the the value of tapping, how important that is. And we took a little time to talk during the break to see what would be the most valuable to you. And we both agreed a little prayer, a little affirmative prayer would be, is a great way for us to kind of ground everything that you've heard. I love prayer as a way to kind of bring the energy, grounding the energy, anchoring you back into yourself. So Chris, any final words before you say that prayer, we recite that prayer? I just want for anyone listening who's ever felt like a misfit, what I want to say to you is that you are here on purpose and you are here for a purpose. And that within you is a giant that is waiting to come out. And it just takes some time and self-love and attention. And I think my book is an excellent uh, map, really. That's what it is. It's a map to that self-healing and that self-exploration so that the courage that's already within you can come out and lead you to move forward into a life that really is in alignment with what your soul is here to do. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on Just Ask Spirit. We're going to say a a prayer now. And I just want to remind everyone to go to the Just Ask Spirit Marketplace, which is at sherryannaboyle.com. And there you're going to find our authors and products and sponsors of the show. It's really important you check that out because they help make the show possible and also, Chris is at chrisferraro.com. I'm at sherryannaboyle.com. My latest book, Energy in Action, is there. And we're going to close out the prayer. Here we go. Chris? I just want to say to everyone, unlike a beseeching prayer or an asking prayer, this is an affirmative prayer. And it's a method for manifestation. And so I just invite everybody to relax and allow themselves to receive. And so I begin this prayer with acknowledging spiritual truth, that there is one energy, one power, one infinite presence out of which all of life exists. Everything I'm able to comprehend and anything beyond comprehension, all coming from one source, one universe, one life, one love. And this power and presence is within me. And within everyone that's hearing these words, we are all connected through energy. And as we are connected, what I'm remembering is that the power of spirit is all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present within us, within each of the aspects and circumstances of our lives. And so what I'm knowing on behalf of everyone here is that each and every one of us is embracing our true, unique essence. That we are moving out of those times and spaces where we have not been understood. In fact, spirit moves within us and goes to those places where we may have been excluded, where we may have just felt left out, and uproots, dissolves, and neutralizes them from our consciousness and from all the dimensions of our being now. And in its place, divine love flows through, bringing great self-love and great self-acceptance 
and an ability to connect with the others that we are here to connect with, knowing that is unique for each and every one of us. So what I am knowing is that out of the misfit experience, the trailblazer is born, that all of us are saying yes to the bigger idea of who we are, and that as we step forward, emerging out of this old experience, we are embracing our true identity, our true self. And within that, we come into alignment with spirit. We come into alignment with the good that has been awaiting us. And we come into alignment with our people, our tribe, our place in the world. And so I am seeing and knowing that each of us is deeply empowered, that we are grounded to the earth, that we are managing our humanness with such grace, that we are healing the wounds of the past and letting them go and stepping forward with courage to embrace who we really, really, really are. So miracles are unfolding. Life is showing up. Signs are pointing the way. And each and every one of us is experiencing that as the veils are lifted. And we remember that we are made out of unconditional love and that we are loved and we are love itself. So with enormous gratitude for answered prayer and all the ways that it shows up for Sherry Anna, for her beautiful show, for this opportunity to have this level of conversation and for all of the good that comes out of it. I say, thank you, spirit. Thank you, life itself. And now I move into that place of surrender where I don't have to figure anything out and neither do any of you. It's already figured out. I let this word go and I let it be so. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Everybody take a nice deep breath. Inhale the gratitude. This is what it looks like to trailblaze everyone. Thank you so much, Chris Ferraro. Thank you, everyone, for being a part of this program. Until next time, be well. Thank you for listening. Join Sherrianna next time to continue this remarkable journey of discovering the amazing power of your emotions. Reach out to Sherrianna directly on SherriannaBoyle.com. Share your comments and ask your Just Ask Spirit questions. Until next time, remember, your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.